Okay, so Pepper, so last night I get the following question from a student of mine. Um, my student and his wife have been married for like four or five years. They do not have children. So um, she is going for egg retrieval. It turns out the egg retrieval has to be done on Shabbos. Um, and usually we try to avoid egg retrieval on Shabbos. Most assume that there's an Isidore Raisa in terms of retrieving eggs. Um, but they are upstate New York, whatever. Everyone is uh, going involved. Um, so egg retrieval, she has to go through on Shabbos. Basically, it's set for a certain time. Like once you take the shots, so then it's going to have to happen a certain time or else like very bad things can happen. Um, so the egg retrieval has to be on Shabbos. So a few questions. Question number one that she they asked me last night is this clinic where they're having the egg retrieval is a mile and a half away from the um, place where they're staying. They could also stay around three miles away at a Chabad. So, what? Why is it any better? So, the only reason why it's better is that if they stay in the hotel, it's just going to be a Shabbos with the two of them. And I thought if they stay in the hotel, it's harder to have a heter after the procedure to go back to eat a Shabbos meal because they... Okay. They are like 50 miles, they live 50 miles away from whatever community they're going for the egg retrieval. Um, the clinic is in this other community. There is a Chabad in the other community. The Chabad is around three miles from the clinic where they're getting the retrieval. The nearest hotel is like a mile and a half. The way it's supposed to work is that she's supposed to be in the clinic by like 7.30 on Shabbos morning. And the whole procedure takes around like an hour and change. And then like they want you to recover a little bit. In theory, she should she should be leaving, let's say by 10 o'clock. So now comes our Amir al-Nakhri Shailas, right? This is why we're talking about Amir al-Nakhri. So Shaila number one is, is there an advantage of staying closer by um, in the hotel over staying in the Chabad, right? Question two is, can they be make on Amir al-Nakhri to go to the procedure, to come back from the procedure? Or do they have to try to, um, or do they have to, thank you, or do they have to try to um, stay over um, in the clinic? And the clinic says, oh yeah, you know, whatever, we could give you some sort of room um, to stay over. Do they have to do that? Or can they rely on some sort of Amir al-Nakhri? So that is, so those are the Shailas. Amir al-Nakhri, um, to and from the uh, clinic. Amira, that's one of the big Shailas that we have. And what do you have to say about these questions? These are Dina that we've learned. That's why like, we go through it. It's a big mitzvah. It's a big what? It's a big mitzvah. It's a big mitzvah, okay. It's a huge mitzvah, agreed. Huh? Okay, in other words, they, they can set up an Uber from before Shabbos with like set times when they'll... Pay for 
Right, they, they could do everything beforehand. So that probably helps them get that before we address where they're staying. What? I said before we address where they're staying. Would they consider walking? Or they it's they it's an stay? hour, it's a mile and a half or three miles. But what? Right. But were they saying like, so I guess what you're going to say is, and then for the way back, so what's the head there? So if the husband is going to go down to Minnesota with the minion, Oh, there's no minion. No minion. <laughs> uh-uh. So there would be kosher food at this chadar. Well, again, in theory, they could bring challah rolls and turkey roll or something. Um, and not as gishmak, right? So here's the thing, Chevra. Rav Shechlin Rabbi Willig Paskin, that infertility is considered chola she'en sakana. Well, so one second, so it helps big time in this case. Right? What's right? A miral nachri on a deoraisa helps for a cholish sakana. So I could ask the guy, I could ask the guy to um to take her to the fertility clinic to have her egg retrieval because. Right? Remember, Rav Shechter's definition of Cholash and is that you don't function normally. Right? If you're unable to have children, that means your body is not functioning normally. But that means you every Shabbos? So I don't know if you could do it every Shabbos. In other words, the post can say, I'm only making a miral and nachri for Cholash and if it's something that's going to actually help the Chola. Well, right now I'm going for my egg retreat. <laughs> Right, that is going to help the whole idea. It's hard for me to hear you. Oh, accidentally unmuted. Okay. Um, so that is so I thought that Amira Lanakri to get to the place is what's it called it is heter gomer right does she need her husband to come with her so lamaisa the um sefer torah hayoledes which is rabbi yitzchak zilberstein's sefer on child birth etc um, Rabbi Yitzhak Zilberstein is our friend, the Malachim Umnayach, but in his Sefer Torres Hayoledes, um, just to tell you a story about the Torres Hayoledes, which is um, he has a serious conversation about if one's wife or one has to get to the hospital on Shabbos to have a baby, is it better to ride a horse or to ride a bicycle? Right? That's a serious shayla. In other words, let's say there's no Erev. Is it considered carrying when you're riding a bicycle on Shabbos? Or riding a horse is like an Iser of, um, it's called Mechamer Achar Behemto on Shabbos or Shvisas Behema, whatever it is. So um, I remember <laughs> the first time we got, this shayla was actually introduced, this Sefer is introduced to me by your father. Um, and... <laughs> One time, like, I, I was telling, like, everyone in yeshiva about this safer. It's like, it's really a cool shayla about, like, riding a bicycle. You have to, by the way, in one of the haskamas to the safer, it says, like, he goes through, like, oh, halachic 
issues, but it's not like so practical. And Matthias, let's be honest, the woman who's on the way to have a baby riding a bicycle to the hospital is probably not the most um, Matthias type of way to do it. Um, so I remember what, walking across the street and like one of my friends screams out, hi, old silver, away. <laughs> that was like, I thought that's kind of cool. Um, but in Reb Yitzchak Zilberstein Sefer Torah's Hayoledes, and he probably repeats in the Malachim of Nayach also, he speaks to a lot of people who know the way cars work. You don't, the car does not require any more gasoline to carry two people versus carrying one person. Right? There's a certain amount of weight that the car can carry. So by me sitting in the car, I am doing absolutely nothing extra. Now, you have to remember that like when I call an Uber or something to take me on Shabbos, um, or to take the husband and wife on Shabbos, so obviously you can't open the door, because when you open doors to cars, lights go on. But you could ask the guy to open the door for you. Right? That's Amir Lanachri to do a psikresha. Right, so then, right, so we're we're so far we're so good. So this couple, I said, they can what's it called? They can rely on Amir al Nahri to do a deoraisa to get to the um, clinic for her egg retrieval Shabbos morning. So far, so good. For a mitzvah, because she... She's a For a tzorech mitzvah, usually we say shvusta shvusta's mutter, unless I hold like my baha itor that, um, what's it called? Unless I hold like my baha itor that I make on Amir al to do a doiraisa, um, etc. Right, so that's going to be, uh, Zahav, you had a comment? You know, they made a difference between if Amir al-Nakhri and Dereza is mutter in this case, doesn't matter how the distance travels. Uh, so once Amir al-Nakhri is mutter, it should not matter if they are going to travel um, one and a half miles or three miles. What? So we should be mema'it the iser in a case. What was the case that we had? We might the iser means that um, it could be that I'm not really doing an iser. Over here, it's the same exact thing. I'm driving, or the guy is driving. I don't know. Right? Where was our thing about mema'it the iser that was on page? Um, right, bringing the baby to show means I'm going to carry one time instead of carrying twice. Right? Over here, I'm. But I don't know if I'm doing anything different because I'm sitting in the car. The guy is driving me. Yeah, the guy is doing more driving. But I just don't know if that really... It's not different than making two trips with the baby instead of one. Well, again, in that case, first, over here, the Isra is Amira Lanachri, right? So it's one Amira. I tell Goy, get me to the clinic. If the if I'm staying three miles away or one and a half miles away, but it's still, still the same Isra of Amira Lanachri. I don't think I look at Amira Lanachri like every time the guy pushes the gas pedal. Is it so different to say, could you bring baby there and back versus can you bring the knife here? Right, so I think if I say, can you bring there and back, I'm asking for two distinct Pu'ulas. Over here, I'm asking for one pu'ula. The pu'ula is driving to the hospital. 
Right? So I thought this is Amir al-Nakhri, let's to do a do'iraisa, let's hear a chola, she'in bo sakana. So for... Okay, so then the question is, what about the way back? What about the way back? Right? So the way after the egg retrieval to go back, they decide they want to stay in the Chabad because they'll have more of the Shabbos, as you use the word gishmak. Um, so, okay, so far so good. Now, after the procedure, she is certainly a Chol HaShem Sakana. Agreed? Um, now, here's the thing. If they stay in the... They could technically have a Shabbos Uda in the clinic, in like a little room that they'll give them, but the woman is going to want to rest after this procedure. And the rest will help her feel better, no? She's not going to have a real place to rest in the clinic. If she goes back to the Chabad, there's like a bedroom for them. Like they'll have a suda with the Chabad family. Again, I'm not talking to your grandfather about this and like the issues involved. Like we're just going to, um, <laughs> we're just going to leave this um, the way it is. But um, so I told the couple, and I thought it's Muttertab Amir Al-Nakhri both ways. Because it's Amir Al-Nakhri for Cholash Imbo Sakana. Just like for Choloshim Bosakana, I allow a guy, let's say, to turn off the light, right, to be able to sleep or whatever. So I thought that Amir Lanachri to get to the clinic is Lutzarech Lachola, right, in the sense of the egg retrieval. And then the way back, once you have the egg retrieval, again, we try not to do egg retrieval on Shabbos. Like, let's say, right, this is not supposed to happen, but sometimes it just like works out that way. And Mamish got the Shaila last night. So then after the guy finishes the Shaila, he's like, Okay, Rebbe, he was in my shear. He's like, okay, Rebbe, so we spoke about the Hilchas Shabbos aspect. Well, what about the Hilchas Nida aspect? So I'm like, what are you talking about? So apparently her mikvah night is Friday night. Um, now, the mikvah in this community is around a mile away from the Chabad. So can she go to the mikvah? Right? She won't be able to go to the mikvah Friday night um, because it's going to be too far for her to walk and whatever. The feeling was she can't go Friday night. Can she go to the mikvah Friday afternoon right, on Yom Zion and then take a cab back to um, the Chabad place and then have the husband outside so they're not in the same right. They're not in the same location until after nightfall, right? So I spoke to him like, are you going to be like in a state of mind to go to the mikvah like Friday afternoon, Friday night, etc.? Like, is this going to inconvenience you more? Like, what do you want more? She's like, I really want like, I really want to have like my husband on some level. I'm like, okay, got it. Like that's, so we want to get her to the mikvah Friday night. So can she, right? That's the Shaila. Can we be mekel on going to the mikvah Friday afternoon in this case? Right? Again, to go Friday night is not shaykh. Tevila biyom, the Gemara says that there are, um, is a reason um, of Shema Terevetistar, and then there's a reason of Mishum Bita. Right? There are two reasons in the Gemara not to go to the mikvah during the day. Right, The either um, that she might go to the mikvah 
be with her husband, and then she'll see Dom afterwards and turn up La Mafreya that they um they they were Bolnida. And there's the other problem of Mishum Srachbita that the daughter, even like on Yom Ches or something, right, we don't want you to go to the mikvah during the day because the daughter is going to say mommy was like an Orthodox Jew. I remember mommy going to the mikvah on during the daytime and the daughter is going to go to the mikvah during the daytime also. And that's going to lead to the daughter having a Terevetistar issue later on. So these are all issues in the Gemara. Have you all learned these dinam? Right? This is, so do we allow going to the mikvah in the afternoon, if you um, do, you allow going to the mikvah beyond when you won't come home until the Lila. So, well, well, Rabbi Willig would never allow this, right? That, that's the basic thing. It's a machlokes to be shown him. It's a machlokes between the Rabbi Notam and the Rashbam. Although there are two different versions of the Rashbam, right? Either the Rashbam says that you're allowed to be tovel in the afternoon. The Rashbam says you could leave the house in the afternoon. Those are two different um, texts in the Rashbam. There's Machlokas in the Sidre Tahara between the Avodas HaGershuni and the Chacham Tzvi, whether we allow Tevila beyond when you don't come home until Belayla. Rav Moshe Feinstein is Mekel, right? So Rabbi Willig is never Mekel on this. Rav Shechter is Mekel on this. Um, Rabbi Willig has, has been Mekel. He said he got burned or something, and that's why he stopped giving the Kula. Yeah. Um, one second, sure. Um, <laughs> so the basic story was I told this couple that she could go to the mikvah Friday after noon. She should take an Uber to and from the mikvah. Um, because I what before Shabbos, right? Go to the mikvah before Shabbos. Take an Uber just in case. Whatever you want, you don't want to be driving. Um, so you'll take an Uber. You'll come back, and then I felt we could do a miral on nachri. Um, then they'll have like Friday night at the Chabad. Okay, fine. And then um, they'll Shabbos morning. They should arrange the. You can arrange Ubers like to pick you up at a certain time. So she's supposed to be at the clinic at like 7.30, so have the Uber be there at 6.30 to take you. And then for the way back, arrange for the Uber, let's say, at 10.30. Um, so that was, that's what we did. That's what we spoke about. Um, so that was the shail I got last night. Um, okay, so I figured I would discuss this Amir al-Nakhri slash Nida Shaila with you because I just got it last night. Sounds good, Chavra? Okay. Um, so now I think what we're supposed to do is continue learning in the more narrow sense. Um, let's go. I think, where are we up to? Um, we're trying to figure out what is considered um, a mitzvah. Remember, we permit Amir al-Nakhri for a, um, to do a do'i ra'isa right? For the purposes of a mitzvah, so there are two opinions, Machukas Bahaga and the Rif, etc., whether Shvustashvus is only Mutter Bamakom Mila, whether Shvustashvus is Mutter Bamakom or Mitzvos. And there are two opinions in the Shochnaf Semin Shin Zayin, but in Hilchus Rosh Hashanah, Shochnaf says 
It's mutter, it's mutter, it's mutter. No conversation to be had. So we pass in is mutter b'maka mitzvah. But what we tried to figure out last time is, well, how do I define a mitzvah, right? So we had a conversation, for example, about whether um, going to shul for a minion, is that considered a mitzvah? The Magen Avram said yes. The Chabos uh, Ya'ir says no. Um, we had a conversation about for Su'udas Shabbos, it was Shvus to Shvus, but Makom Mitzvah, um, is that, what's it called? Is Shvus to Shvus, Makom Mitzvah going to be okay um, for Su'udas Shabbos? So the answer is yes, but there are different gradations of um, Su'udas Shabbos. There's the food that's absolutely necessary, right? Um, that would be like the Chalant, the Mishnah verse says. There is the food that's absolutely unnecessary. That's like the migdanos. And then there's like the shechar, which is somewhere in between where it comes to the shechar, it's like it's frowned upon. But that's the way. Um, and we had our story about whether um, what the story with soda is, um, etc. That was our conversation um, last time. Okay, so let's continue now um, on page 35, going over to 36. So the here's the story. Um, the Mishnah Brura has a chiddush, the top of thirty six. Right? Tell me why I think this Mishnah Brura is such a chiddush. Well, why is the font so big? Honestly, because on my old computer, it just like ended up. You you could change it if you want. Um, yeah, and this is twenty four font. Okay, I I could lower it to twelve. That's better. Um. It gets bigger and bigger, right? Again, part of it is my eyes and part of it is like the way my computer um, or my, I guess, Oliver Shalom computer um, operated. Um, I, I'm going to make a 14, not 12. I mean, yeah, I think, I think mine is very small. Oh. Uh, okay, so let's, um, let's go on. So Gezir is doing the bottom of 35. So there's a chiddush, the top, the Mishnah on the top of thirty six. What's his chiddush? Yeah. Remember, this is where Shulchan Aruch and Tav Kuf Bevov says that. Um, right, he says that we're mekel on shvus to shvus mitzvah, and the Mishnah is a chiddush. You could do the mitzvah better. In other words, if I have a um, shofar, but it's not a shofar shal ayel, we pass in that all shofaros are kosher besides shalpara, which is called the keren, not a shofar, etc. So if I have a shofar, I just don't have a shofar shal ayel, the Mishnabur is mekel. Now, this seems to be very difficult um, because it would seem like mehechatesi, that's called a mitzvah. Right? Why would I say that to have a shofar shal ayel? So in the Sefer Malachim Omnayach, who um, he, he's bothered by this question. So he suggests that, you know what, maybe it's a mitzvah because the Mata Ephraim, Mata Ephraim is like the safer that like people use basically to learn the halachos of um, Yemei Hadin Barachamim, about like Chiyazobach Chodesh Tishrei, all the dinim. Rebbe Ephraim Zalman Ragolius was the Rav in Brod. Um, and in the Mata Ephraim, he writes, 
that Shofar Sho'ayo is such a, it might be like more than what I would call a, um, it might be more than what I would call a hider. Shofar Sho'ayo, he says, if you blew Shofar already, but it wasn't the Shofar Sho'ayo, you should blow again with the Shofar Sho'ayo. That's what, um, that's what he writes. Is that Mishnah in this room? They used to be, that's in Mishnah somewhere here. Um, Have to have to get a mission Um but basically um the finish of this Mishnah might just be because he's assuming that Shofar Sha'ayo is more than a um it's more than a regular um it's more than just a regular hitter, Shofar Sha'ayo is the type of thing that if you didn't do it, um, you have to do the shofar. You have to do the shofar again. Um, so I, I sent to a, I sent her Sharhatsiyon over here. I just forgot what it says. Um, I, I sent her Sharhatsiyon. Let me see it. Um, let me see it. Where is it? Um, let's go by zone. Trying to find the Mishnah Guru, the Sharhat Sion. I don't know. Maybe. Um, uh, I'm looking. Oh, you, you found it? Yeah, I'm trying to pull up from Barilan also. Um, it's supposed to be Reish Ayin Vav. What did I say? Chavav? Sivkat and Chavav in the Sharetziyon, right? Chavchat, okay. Let's see. We can find it. Um, I have it, but I don't know if that's helpful. <laughs> uh, what, what, what does it say, Sarah? Um, Chavchat. Yeah. Okay. Um. In the Sharetzion, Kain Muchach b'Magin Avram, v'Hu Pashat, and he says, "V'Yish la'Ain im Yish lo Kos leVerchas Amazon, v'Ayim Sinukof Pegim Asivdav and No Sin Bo Eina v'Chulei, Olufi Madim Asakarama v'Vada Yish la'Achmer Baze." Okay. So what does that mean? It means that the question is, let's say I don't have a cup. For birchas hamazon, can I do amira lanachri to um, get the cup of wine for birchas hamazon? Right, and the conclusion of that sharhatsiyon um, is that you really should not. Correct. You really, um, yeah, not. So if he's saying that you should not do it, the shaila is how does this um, shtim? With the Mishnah Brura, who says that you can do Amir Nachri to do a Drabanon for the Shofar Sha'ayo. So I already gave away the answer. The answer is that for the Shofar Sha'ayo, it's more of a strong halacha um, just because the, uh, what's his name, Paskins, the Matafrain Paskins, that you'd have to. Um, your Shofar again, if you heard not with Ayo, no one's going to say that you're not Yotze benching. Um, if you don't have a coast for Birkas Amazon. Good?
Now, there is a famous discussion in, um, I don't know, famous. Famous means anything that you know. Uh, Rav Shechter in his Sefer Eretz Hatzvi, we spoke about this last semester. He comes up with a chiluk between Isurim de Rabbonon and Gezeris de Rabbonon, right? Meaning to say that let's say I write on Shabbos with my left hand, so I'm doing a malach of kosev on the level of drabanon. Right? Writing with my left hand is kosev. I'm doing kosev b'shinoi. But let's say I read a caption in a newspaper on Shabbos. Again, I don't know why the whole world is make on this. Even, but midina de Gemara, there's an iser of ksav tachas hatsura that it's some gezer v'shem yichtov. No, you like see the wrong caption. You make the New Yorker and like it just doesn't really make sense. Like, oh my gosh, like that's all you might, you might like be co-safe or something. So is anyone going to say that if I read Ksav Tachas Hatsura and Shabbos, that's considered co-safe? No, that's a gezerah v'shem yichtov. Right? There's a difference between Yisurim Durabonon and Gezeris Durabonon. That's what, that's what Rav Shechter develops as um, a basic Yisul that he has. Now, here's the thing. Am I allowed to take a ferry or to get a guy to take a ferry to go across the river to get me a shofar in Rosh Hashanah? No lad. What? I don't think it's no lad. The shofar is across. The, the, the shofar wasn't. I know it's there, right? I know there's, right? We, we spoke about like a Suffolk mitzvah beforehand. This is the case. I know, I know exactly that there's a shofar across the river in Schnippershaw, right? The only thing is that um, I can't get across the river. I have a guy, Slobodan, can get across the river. So the Mishnah Brewer writes, um, he says, well, you're not really supposed to go across the river by yourself to get the shofar. But the Chaya Adam says, if the Goy is going to um, to use the boat to get across the river and you're not helping him at all, so then it's going to be okay. There's no other way to get the shofar rather than besides having the Goy um take the raft across or whatever, so it's going to be okay. Now, tell me, Chevra, is going across the river on a raft, is that an Isser Drabonon or is Xerah Drabonon? I'm right. I'm going across the raft. I might build a raft. Good. Right. So what's the thing? So the Pashtus had some sort of Xerah Drabonon. And the Lucha Obra, the Mishnah Brura, is Mako on Amira Lenochri. Right? At least in Eav Shabinyanachir, he's make on I wanted to ask him Shaft about this this morning, but the mission verse seems like he's make on a Miralanachri to go across the river to get the shofar, even though it's a Gazira Drabanan, it's a Shvustashus Makamitzvah. Good. In that safer, by the way, in the Eretzvi, Rav Shachter says, No, 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 you can't really be make on a Miralanachri um on Gazeris Drabanan. You can only be make on Isum Drabanan and Gazeris Drabanan, or at least certain Gazeris Drabanan are Gezeris that you violate Besheva al Ta'aseh, and you can't um, have Amir al Nachri on those Gezeris. Fine. So Mishnah Bura is Mako on going across the river um, to get the shofar. Um, 
can I go across the river to be able to build a, a sukkah? Again, everyone's going across the river with like this thing called a fram. What is that? I don't know. Um, are you allowed to go across the river to build a sukkah? So Mishnah has two opinions about that one. No? To eat in the sukkah. Right, to eat in the sukkah. And there is a sukkah and shnippashuk across the river. Building. No, so, so we spoke about building a sukkah on Chag if it's type of boned rabbonon, the Torah, the mitzvah, right, that we discussed. Um, but over here, I have a sukkah. It's just I have to get across the river. Can I have the guy um, do the boating, use the rowboat to get me across the river? So the Mishnah Brura has two opinions. Since it's a Dvar Mitzvah, Yesh Machmirim Basa. Two opinions. Net, right? That's the same Gezerah Drabanon to uh, what's it called? Next. Because if I. Well, again, I think in. Unlike by driving, so the assumption is that what that you don't know how to. I'm not supposed to swim on Shabbos because I might build a raft. If I am riding a raft, that's more of a concern. I might build the raft. Do I assume that all forms of transportation are usher on Shabbos because I might build a raft, or because, or just like I can't ride a horse on Shabbos, I might break off a branch. Right. So do I assume that all forms of transportation are usher? So there was a school of German postkim. Um they used to have in towns, they used to have like trolleys that would go around and around the town. And you could like hop on and go a few. So they're not doing anything for you. Are you allowed to hop on the trolley or not? So there was a school of German postkim who said that it's usher to have any form of transportation on Shabbos because of the gazera that you might, let's say, um, break off a stick and um, make it go faster, even though that doesn't really help on the trolley, right? Like <laughs> using the stick is not going to make your trolley go faster, but they understand that there's an issue of transportation in general. If you take that seriously, you cannot ride a Shabbos elevator on Shabbos. Right? So the Pashtus is, the Sri Deyesh has a chuva about this. The Pashtus is, we don't really um, accept that shita. Right? So, So, so that's what the um, Mishnah Bura is saying, both in Hilchos Rosh Hashanah and here in Hilchos Sukkah, that if the guy is going to row you across the river and you are not going to be Messiah at all. I mean, that's his case in Tafkov Pevav in Hilchos Rosh Hashanah. In Tafresh Lamentes, he has two opinions, probably about the same case. I'm just assuming that all these cases are some sort of um, asking a guy to do um, what I would call Gezerid Rabbanon, um, riding on the on this boat, some sort of Gezerid that I might build a boat, etc. Um, and Mishnah Bura and Hochasukah seems to have two opinions about that one. There's another Gezerid Rabbanon called Hashma Askol. Um, right, the way Rav Shachter says it is that What's it called? The 
there's a fellow, Israel Jacobson, who was like one of the early reform rabbis. He built a temple in a town called Sassin. And in the temple in Sassin, he had um, Goyim play the organ on Shabbos because it enhanced the tefillah. Okay. So the question is, is this mutter? Is this like a shvustah shvustah mitzvah? So there is a discussion in the classical poskim in the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah and Shin Lamed Ches about having a goy play musical instruments on Shabbos Sorech, the Simchas Chosen and Kala. The Mishnah Brewer quotes that the Kula is because it's a Shvus to Shvus Mitzvah. Because ain't Simchas Chosen the Kala Elo Shir and it's Mutter. And look in Simon Shin Zayin where um, What's it called? Where we say, is okay. So Mishnah Brun, Shin Lamed Ches, is quoting an opinion that playing a musical instrument is okay. Let's Simchas Chosen Mikala. Some are Machmir, and um, you should not be Machmir if the Debor is going to happen on Shabbos. Excuse me, you should not be a Mekel But there are some places who are machmir, um, and you should. These places who are machmir would only be mekel if the instructions to the guy, if everything was set up before Shabbos. You shouldn't ask the guy to play the musical instrument on Shabbos. You get an impression from this Mishnah Berin Shin Ches that on a fundamental level, he is mekel on shvus dishvus, even when it comes to Hashmas Kol. Right in Rav Shechter's article, he says, "Well, you know what? The Israel Hashmas Kol. The pshat is that I'm listening to the musical instrument, and I'm going to get like so upset that they're messing up Beethoven's fifth. I'm going to like run up to the front, and I'm going to like fix it. Right? I'm going to tune that piano the proper way, or I'll do some sort of real iser involved, even though I am just listening." And Rav Shechter says that the reason why the Achronim were very upset about Israel Jacobson and his temple in Sassin is because um, the Isser of Hashmas Kol is an Isser B'Shev Al-Tasa and a Gezeira D'Rabbanon. We're not going to make on Amir Al-Nachri to do a Gezeira D'Rabbanon even B'Makam Mitzvah. Well, Okay. Right? That's why Rav Shechter presents it. But what we see is that the Mishnah Bur in the few cases either is really Mekal or he certainly entertains the idea that Kula is not crazy. We're good? Now, sir? Right, so there's another way of looking at this question, which is the previous conversation we had, what's considered a mitzvah, right? So for Simchas Chos that's obviously a mitzvah. Um, by the way, Simchas Chos in this case probably means a Sheva Brachas. No, they're not getting married on Shabbos. Um, right? So it probably means a Sheva Brachas, but okay, so maybe that's more of a mitzvah than enhancing the tefillah, and m- maybe that's a way out. Okay, and fair point. But this brings us back to bottom of 36, top of 37, um, a Mishnabrura that we learned already, a Machlikis Mishnabrun Chazanish.
There you go. Remember last semester. And what was the case? And we spoke about this in Machokas in the OU and the star K. The warming, okay, yes, speak to me more. Whether or not they were allowed to rely on the slow to open and close. Open and close, not the warming drawer. Mm. No. I mean, the, the Mishnah is not talking about warming drawer and shelving. He's talking about can I rely on the slow to, no. to do a hachazara, right? To take my kugel and put it on the fully cooked kugel to put it on the blech on Shabbos. So the Mishnah Bura says, okay, you can. Mishra quotes Birke Yosef, the Chida, who says even more than that, that you could even rely on um, what you call our Slobodan. You could even rely on the beloved Slobodan to... Um, to do hachazara on a dover lach and it's tanning because we'll rely on those shitas that that's also midrabbanon only. But the um, Mishnah Brura says that I can rely on slobadan to do hachazara on um, Shabbos. Chazanish says, no, you can't. Chazanish says, even if it's hachazara ayyadeh kof, right? even if you have a monkey, and somehow the monkey is trained to do hachazara. Um, still, the chaznish says it's going to be oser because, in his words, the isra of hachazara is like a matzav, right? The fact that this pot is now on the um, is now on the fire that shows that the very the mitziyah, so the pot being on the fire, leads to a concern of shamiyachata begecholim. And even if a monkey did it, or a slobodan, or whatever, it is still going to be usher. That's what the Chazanish said. So ordinarily, and Rav Shachter in the Sefer has, well, the Machlokas Mishnah in the Chazanish is about the nature of the Isra of HaChazara. Is HaChazara usher because of Mechzik and Or is HaChazara usher because of Shemi Yechata B'Gecholim? Rabbi Nutam in the Sefer HaYashar says Shemi Yechata B'Gecholim, Ordinarily, we think hachazara is more about mechzi um, kamavasha, right? You walk into my house, you see, I'm putting a pot down. It's like, hey, Schwartz, what are you doing? You're being machal shavas, right? It's more mechzi kamavasha. So usually, that's the way it's explained, right? Rav Shechter explains it that way. That the Mishnah Bura holds hachazara is aser because of mechzi kamavasha. Chazanish says shami yachata. But based on what we just learned, I would argue. Again? Yeah. Gezeira, exactly. In other words, the Mishnah Bura might hold that Rav Shachter's whole distinction between 
Isser Drabonan and Gezerah Drabonan regarding Shvus to Shvus might not be correct. And maybe we can be Mako on Amiral and Nachri to do a Drabonan, Bimakai Mitzvah, even if that Drabonan is a Gezerah. I think that's what emerges from this conversation. Okay, so Chevra, Halacha Um It's not exactly clear. Right? Rav Shechter would probably say in all the... I, I really wanted to schmooze with him about it this morning. Um, but I think Rav Shechter would say that Shvus to Shvus is not Motor B'makom, a Gezerid Rabbanon. But there are a few indications in the Mishnah Bura and possibly even this case of Hachazara that that's what the Mishnah Bura um, is saying. That Shvus to Shvus is Motor B'makom, Gezerid. So far, so good? Now, um, I think it was, um, I think Sarah Ross asked me about, can you have the Goy do um, Hachana for you? Meaning, can the Goy face, um, clean up at home, let's say Shabbos, right? Or, Right, if you want to take our big cooler that we have about dishwashing, which some of you felt is like, uh, right, okay, but let's say you hold that it's a psikresha. So can the goy wash dishes on Shabbos when you're not gonna use the dishes until when? So let's talk about hachana for a minute. Um, is it mutter? Obviously, the din of hachana is based on the fact that you're supposed to prepare on erev Shabbos with erev Shabbos. Are you not supposed to prepare on Shabbos at Zorach weekdays? No? Am I allowed to prepare on Shabbos Pashas Truma for Shabbos Pashas Tetzaveh? Hachana mi Shabbos Shabbos. What's the story over there? Right? In other words, let's say I have a set of Shabbos dishes, which means I only use them on Shabbos. Right? So there might not be an Isra Hachana in that case. Rabbeinu Hananel assumes that there is no Isra Hachana mi Shabbos le Shabbos. Um, the Tosefta sounds like there is. The Poskim point out that the Maharil had a special Shabbos talus. Okay, the Maharil said you shouldn't wear the same weekday talus on Shabbos. He has a special Shabbos talus. And it says that the Maharil would not fold his talus until Motzei Shabbos. Now, um, what's the story with folding a talus on Shabbos? So, Rav Sal, there is a big discussion in the post game what the Isser is. It might be some sort of Isser along the lines of laundering. That the minig is that after you do laundry, you fold laundry. So when you see me folding a talus, it looks like I did laundry or something. But Rav Soloveitchik felt that you're allowed to fold your talus uh, leo yom hakipurim because um, you're going to use it the next day, yom hakipurim, the day itself. Usually, right, men don't wear a talus at night, correct? But leo yom hakipurim, the practices that we do, and so the Rav felt that the only Israel folding a talus is 
um, to fold a talus um, for what? For the next time. I'm going to use it. But if I'm folding it Yom HaKippurim at night, knows the Isra is Hachana. So that would mean that what? That either Hachana is Osr Mishabbos L'Shabbos, but Hachana is Mutter from Leil Yom HaKippurim to Yom HaKippurim, or you're assuming that the Isra folding a talus is not based on Hachana, but it's based on something else. So far, so good. So, am I allowed to ask a Goy to do Hachana on Shabbos? So there's a, here's the den. The halacha is that um, you cannot eat meat unless the meat was um, soaked and salted. Meat has dam that's trapped inside it. You have to get the dam out. So the way we get the dam out is we do a hadacha vishona and a malichan hadacha shniya. Right, that you um, right, that you what's it called? That you soak it, then you salt it. There is another way to eat meat, which is that um, you do tzli, which is that you roast the meat and you get the blood out that way. I have to admit that in Marisha Kolel, when during the nine days we would be very hungry for meat. And we would have um, someone shecht for us, the shecht chickens. Um, I, I don't know why exactly, but I'm in Marisha Kolel, and we um, shecht chickens in the kitchen, like around two o'clock in the morning, because we want to like, make a see him and eat chicken, right? Nine days. Like Somehow, the camp director at that time, Rabbi Zushmotechen, Zechran Levracha, he heard about this. He was like all upset, like, because we're shechting ki- chickens in the camp kitchen. Like, why would anyone be upset about this? This is like perfectly normal. Like, this is like perfectly normal. So he comes down in his bathrobe and he's like really upset at us. So I remember that we decided to be mechabed him with a like, kisoy hadam. Like, because then he'd be less upset. You get in the midst of kisoy hadam. Like, maybe that would um, get him more relaxed. Um no, it didn't really help. He was still upset with us because um, apparently it's against code or something to shut chickens in the camp ch- kitchen. Like, who would have thought? It also worked out bad because we ended up eating the chicken too late. So none of us were mochek at breakfast. Um, but, okay, the, the, these things happen in your youth. But the thing is, if you're going to soak the meat, it takes a long time to soak. You have to do like, basically it's like in an hour. The whole process takes at least an hour to soak meat. You could do tzli much quicker to get the blood out. So we did tzli on these chickens. Okay, so far so good. Now, there is a practice of the ga'onim that the ga'onim said that meat was, meat that was not salted, that was not soaked and salted within three days would become problematic because maybe the blood would get absorbed in the meat. So the practice was that you would rinse the meat down in order to um, to be able to soak it and salt it after, right? One of the jobs of mashkichim used to be that like the trucks would go through your town and you'd open up the back of the truck and you'd take a hose and like spray water all over the meat in order to 
avoid this chumr the ga'onim, that the meat that was not salted for three days would become a problem. Well, can I have my guy? We'll name him Slobodan, right? Can I have um, Slobodan rinse off the meat on Shabbos? Right? Or is this going to be some sort of hachana? And maybe Amir Lonachri is not permitted um, b'maka, to, it's not permitted to allow the guy to do um, hachana. So if there's a case involving vegetables, since you can do the vegetables right now, for whatever it is, it's going to be um, okay. Masha Enkain, I'm underlining a few lines in the uh, Mishnah Brura. Masha Enkain, but Basar, the Muchach Mosin, the Tzarechol, who? Lachain Ein Lahakel. In other words, the Mishnah Brura says you cannot be Mekel to ask the guy to. Um, one second. The, the, the Mishnah verse says that I should not soak the meat, I should not like rinse the meat myself on Shabbos, but um, a guy is allowed to do it. The makom pseida. The meat's going to get lost, go get ruined if you don't rinse it off. So then you won't be able to eat the meat because um, <clears throat> the meat won't be able to be salted afterwards. You're allowed to do it all your day. A guy. Right? So the Mishnah Bura is a mako on Amir al to do hachana. And this idea emerges also from that Rambam that we saw that I'm allowed to ask a guy on Shabbos to climb a tree to get a shofar. Now, one second, right? How can I ask a guy to um, get a shofar on Shabbos? Probably I'm not blowing the shofar on Shabbos. So Pashtas is that shows that Amir al-Nachri is mutter to do hachana. However, the Sefer Malachim Umnayich, who he points out, actually, this actually I don't think is so crazy. He says maybe Amir al-Nachri to hachana is problematic, but in this case it's going to be mutter because we're talking about the Rambam. And the Ramah holds that you're allowed to actually um, blow shofar on Shabbos b'makom bezdin. Um, you don't need a big bezdin, a Sanhedrin, etc. Right? A relatively normal bezdin can also blow shofar on um, Shabbos. So maybe it really is Litzarech that day. It's not Litzarech the next day. Okay. So far so good, Chavra? Okay, let's go weiter. Um... Let's go right there. There are two types of Amira Lenachri, or two Isurim. Um, one is of Amira Lenachri is I'm not allowed to ask a guy to do something. And we presented four basic reasons in Rishonim why not. Right? Either it's Komalacha Logi Aseh, that's that Mechota that Rashi quoted. Alternatively, it is. What? You said Vidabar Davar? Good, that works. Alternatively, it is. Back, first year. We got a chazer. Have the chazer. Well, there are four reasons. 
So we have Amir Lanach, it could be Usr because of Komalachaloye Asa. It could be Usr because of Dabar Dabar. It could be Usr because of. Again? Shlichus, right? It looks like the guy is my Shaliach. Or it could be Yasser. What's reason number four? Maimonides. What? That Shabbos, Shalotei Shabbos, Kala Be'inov, right? That Shabbos shouldn't be, um, Shabbos shouldn't be too much of a Kura. Kala with a Kuf, right? Shabbos should be a Kala with a Chaf, right? Not Kala with a Kuf. Good. Um, fine. So that's Amir Lanachi type one, meaning you should not instruct the guy. There's also a din of Amir Lanachi that if the guy did stuff, you can't get benefit from it. That's what we call Amir Lanachi type two. Now, word to the wise whenever there is a kula of Amir Lanachi, I'm allowed to do Amir Lanachi type one. Which let's say is a kula letzorech cholash einbos hakana, or letzorech kisvei hakodesh to do a dairaisa, or shvus to shvus b'makom hefsed b'makom mitzvah, etc. Right b'makom cholik ktsas, whatever that is. Um, so whenever there's a heter to do amir alonachri, you can get benefit from it. Right, that's pretty um, obvious. But when Amir al-Nakhri is Usr, I can't get benefit from what the guy did. Not only can I not get benefit from what the guy did, but I cannot get the benefit, even Motsai Shabbos, it's going to be Usr Bechdei Shiyasu. So the thing is, when it comes to regular Maisa Shabbos, is a machlokas from Meir and Reb Yehuda, um, and it could be that Maisa Shabbos b'shogeg is going to be mutter bo beyond. The Mishnah Berurin Yudchesav Katan Hey says that like you cut right. We we learned this right. The Mishnah Berurin says that you can be meko b'makom hefsed. I'm sure I told some stories about this. Okay. Is what are we saying? What usher is? If a non who does malach on Shabbos or a non who does malach as a result of being interrupted, both. Uh, both. Okay. Right. In other words, if I instruct a non-Jew be'iser, so I cannot get benefit from the ma'isa that the guy did. If the guy, we'll name him Slobodan, does the malacha on his own for me. I also cannot get benefit from that. And I cannot get benefit until Motzai Shabbos. Motzai Shabbos, right? The amount of time it takes to do this particular malacha, um, Motzai Shabbos. Okay. The guy decides, you know, Schwartz, you're a nice guy and everything. I knitted a sweater for you on Shabbos, right? I spent three hours knitting the sweater. He did it for me. Even though I didn't instruct him to do it, but I cannot get benefit from that sweater. I'm like, you know what? That's so nice of you, Slobodan. What a beautiful sweater. You know, I'm going to put it on a few hours from now. Right? Like, I can't put it on for the amount of time it takes to um, make the sweater. So the source of the Isar Hanoa 
from Meleches Nachri is um, a mission in Shabbos. Kufchaf Beis Amad Aleph. Nachri Shehid Lekes Haner Mishdamish Laura Yisrael. If a guy lights a candle, a Jew is allowed to benefit from it. But in Bishvil Yisrael is Osir. Right? If the guy um, lights the candle Bishvil Yisrael, then it's a problem. Similarly, Mile Mayim Lahashkos Behemto, Mashka Achara of Yisrael. If the guy fills up water to um, give the guy's own animal, so the Jew is allowed to use that water. In Bishvil Yisrael, Asr. Asr Nachri Kevesh Leiridbo, Yorid Achar of Yisrael. In Bishvil Yisrael, Asr. But in other words, if a guy does malacha for the guy himself, Slobodan says it's dark in here. Slobodan says my animal is hungry. Slobodan says I need to build a ramp. So then I can get Hana'a from the thing that Slobodan did. But if Slobodan does it for me, right, Bishvil Yisrael, then I am not allowed to get Hana'a from it. I can't get benefit from it. Good. Maisa Rebbe Gamliel Zakenim Shabbos Bespin the Asa Nachri Kevesh Leiridbo Viyadu Bar Rebbe Gamliel Zakenim because they um the guy was doing it for the guy himself. Grant. Now the Bali Hatosvis um have a discussion about this halacha that if a guy does it Bishvil Yisrael it's going to be a problem. And the Baliyatrisas say that if the Goy does it for one Yisrael, it's usher for everybody. If the Goy does an Isr Jarabbanan, so it's only usher for the person for whom it was done. But if the Goy does an Isr Da'iraisa, for example, lighting a candle or, um, or building a ramp, so then it's usher for everybody. And this gets to your point, Tamar, the third line in Tysis. Amur na, Amur machmir, because the concern is that I might instruct the guy to do it for me. There's no concern that I'm going to go and cook myself on Shabbos. Now, again, cook myself, I don't mean I put myself in the pot and I turn on the fire. There's no concern that I myself will cook on Shabbos, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> or maybe three, right? It's an Isser Bishal, it's an Isser of, I don't know, suicide. What? Shvitha's right? There's a few bad things, right? There's a lot of bad things that like, you are in violation of if you decide to cook yourself on Shabbos. Strongly not recommended. Good? Um, 
I myself do the cooking, not I cook myself. Um, fine. Uh, so Tosus is saying that I'm more machmir on getting Hanoa from a Maisa of a Goy than I am on getting Hanoa from a Maisa of a Yisrael. Because, because what? Because when it comes to Maisa of a Yisrael, right, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do the cooking myself. That would be an Israel Come on. But when the guy does it, we're worried that if you'll be able to get Hanoa, you might instruct a guy to do it on your behalf. So therefore, Chazal impose this Isra Hanoa, right? Even Bidi Eved, even for everybody, if it's an Isra Dairaisa. So then if a guy does an Isra Dairaisa, nobody can get Hanoa from that Maisa, and you got to wait to Kadesh Yasu. Now, this, by the way, is Taisa Sashita here on Kufchaf Beis and Shabbos, that the reason I can't get Hanoa from the Maisa of a guy is a Gezeira that I might instruct the guy. Somehow my Barilan isn't pulling up, or maybe now it is. Um, if you look in a Rashi in um, Beitza, um, Rashi in Beitza on Chavdalid Amid Beis, Um, where is it? Yeah, we'll go. I think it's here. I think it's Beitza Talmud Bavli, Beitza of Dalit Amid Bays. Rashi over there says something to the effect of oh no, not that. Rashi says something to the effect of that there's a concern that you should not get Hanoa from a Mulacha that was done on Shabbos. Even if the Goy is doing it, it's considered a Mulacha that was done on um, Shabbos, and you're not supposed to get um, Hanoa from it. If you look at this Rashi, um, you know, and paste it to the source sheet. So Rashi writes in um, Beitza that the reason why it's Aser Bechdeshi Yasu Kedeshalo Yehena Mimlechas Yantiv. Right? That according to Rashi, the reason is that you don't want to get Hanoa from. Malacha that was done in Yantiv. You're not allowed to get Hanaf from Malacha that was done in Yantiv. According to Tosfis, the reason why it's Aser is because of um, I might come to instruct the guy to do it if we'd allow you to get Hanaf. The Nafkamina between Rashi and Tosfis is can, is there an Iser Hanaf from Malachas Nachri if the guy does it on Yantiv Rishon? Can you not get Hanaf on Yantiv Shani? According to um, Taisvis, it's going to be usher to get Hanoa because where I'd be allowed to get Hanoa, I might instruct Slobodan to do it for me. However, according to Rashi, in the case of Yantif Rishon going into Yantif Sheni, it's like a Mamanif Shach. If Yantif Rishon was Kodesh, so then Yantif Sheni is going to be Chol, right? And then I'm not getting Hanoa, right? And if Yantiv Shani is called, there's a Yantiv Rishon was called. So according to Rashi, Maman of Shach, it's going to be um, 
According to Rashi, Maman of Shach, it's going to be okay. But according to Tosvis, it's going to be a problem. But basically, this Machlok is Rashi and Tosvis as to why is it that you should um, not get Hana'a from a Maisa, from a Malacha that was done by a, a Goy, right? In the Sefer Malachim Umenayich, he gives a bunch of other nafgaminas. Um, Again, his cases are a little complicated. If the guy lights a candle thinking that he's lighting it for uh, another guy, but it turns out that that person he lights it for is a Jew. So potentially he suggests that some focus between um, Rashi and Tosvis that if you hold that what? That you can't get Hanna'a, so I'm getting Hanna'a from a Molochah that a guy did. However, if it's a Gezerah, so we're not going to make a gazera in a case when um, the guy thinks that it is a, it's a Jew. The guy thinks he's lighting it for another guy. It turns out that he's lighting it for a Jew. Um, so if the guy does it for himself or a guy, so then there's no Isra Hana'a. The guy does it for a Jew. There is, a, there is an Isra Hana'a. The Gezerah is, the court tells us, I might, if I'm allowed to get benefit from what the guy did, I might instruct the guy to do it. Because I think the idea is that this scenario is like too weird. Now, I'm not going to... Now, the guy turned on a light for, a non, for what the guy is considering to be another guy. Right. One second. Uh, actually, I said it backwards. Thank you. In other words, according to Tosvis, the chashash should still apply that you might instruct the guy. But according to Rashi, he argues maybe it's mutter because just like if a guy lit it for himself, the chachamim never answered you to get benefit. So this case will treat it like the guy lit it for himself. Yeah, that's the, thank you. Um, and that's the way um, he argues. Fine. So this is the Tosfis on Kufchaf Beis. Tosfis says that the reason is a gezerah. Then Tosfis has the kicker, which is what we're going to have to discuss at length next time we learn. Um, in Hashem, I hope that we'll finish Amir Lanochi by the end of next week. That's the plan. And then we'll start Moksa. But look at the last, um, the underlined lines in Tosis, and tell me what Tosis is saying.
The Tosis on the bottom of 38 going over to 39. Well, we did the Tosis, the beginning of the Tosis, and there's um, the underlines lines at the end of the Tosis. Remember, I cannot get benefit from a malacha of a goy, even if I did not instruct the goy. But if the goy does it for me, I can't get hana'a. Right? That's the halacha. Right? That was the way Tamar began the sugya, asking, what case am I talking about? I'm talking about when I instructed the goy, when the goy just did it, and the answer is both. So the Mishnah says, let me just tell you the case in the Mishnah. If a guy is coming to extinguish a fire, I can't tell the guy, put it out. But if the guy sees the fire and decides to put it out on his own, that's okay. Or I'm even allowed to say, if you happen to put out the fire, you're not going to lose anything. Right? Wink, 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 wink. Right? You're not going to lose anything. So that is mutter. Frektaisvis, how come that's mutter? I'm getting hanoah from the malach of a guy. So Tosis answers. Explain more. You, 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 you began to say it, not all the way. Like he's not doing it for the Israel. Mm-hmm. No, he is doing it for the Israel. He's right, it's my house is burning. He's doing it for me. And I have no mezuzahs at home. If I have mezuzahs at home, I'm allowed to tell the guy extinguish it, even though today raisa. I'm gonna bold the keywords. It's the Nahri is interested in making sure that the Jew is benefiting from it, or that he's also benefiting from it. There's, there's something that the intention of the Nahri is making. Not exactly. I think that we're happy with the result of what he's doing, but not like what he's actually, while he's doing the actual malacha. So I'm happy with the result in that my house doesn't burn down. But ain ha Yisrael nehene b'masa hanochri, avahocha guf ha Yisrael nehene b'masa shonochri. What? Maybe. Uh, that's already. It's maybe it's too fancy. You're saying too fancy. Just the teich, the translation of Tosis words are. Again, no. 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 What? Physical aspect is opposed to the spiritual aspect. No, Physical. Uh, oh, I. Uh, Sarah? Louder? Not, not exactly. What Tosis means is 
there's a difference between active and passive. If a guy lights a candle for me, I am getting, there's a new thing that developed, a new active thing called a light. The guf ha-Yisrael is nehene. The guy builds a ramp, builds a ramp, right? I benefit from it physically. There is a light. I benefit physically. But when I have a guy who extinguishes a fire, I'm not benefiting physically. What I'm doing is I'm removing some negative consequence. Maybe. Like, what's another example? Yeah. In other words, if the guy does something that is not an active thing, so then, or if I do not get physical benefit from the active act, In other words, in the case of the fire, I'm not getting physical benefit. I am not losing. What's the very top of the day? What? Wait, wait. Because we talked about turning on and off lights. Right. There's a difference between turning a light on and turning a light off. Perfect. Can we turn the light off? Right. So again, so that would be maybe Heter Gomer because it's Amir Al-Nakhri L'Tzarechachola. It's boiling hot in here. Can I turn off the, can I turn off the fire? Can I turn off the radiator? Can I, by the way, closing a radiator, I'm not, do any of people still have this? Like in old apartments, you have like these radiators that like, to close a radiator, what could happen is you're causing cooking of the water. Because more, did we speak about this in this year? Right. Um, but I am getting, there's a difference between turning a light on where I benefit from the light and turning a light off where I am removing a light. So it's not a special halacha by lights, but the din is that the Isser of Hanoah Mimeleches Nochri is only when I get a physical benefit, a tangible benefit, when the guy is adding something, as opposed to when the guy is taking something away. But is there any other example? Um, again, turning off, I could ask, I don't know, ask, if the guy comes in to my apartment and it's like really hot and he turns off the heat that's okay the guy comes into my apartment and it's cold and turns again again the guy comes into my apartment and turns on the heat that's getting active benefit the guy turns on an air conditioner so the archos shabbos says well you can't get benefit because he is adding something but when the guy Well, again, turning off versus turning on, turning off electricity, right? So, serbona, right? Stuff like that, maybe. I mean, so any malacha shein gufa. This is the way you were saying it. Let me think. What what's a case that you mean? It, it sounds like. 
the hotel case. Right, I'm taking a dead body out of the house. So the guy is removing a negative thing. Okay. I'm not getting po- I'm not getting positive benefit. I'm removing something a negative. Again, that's why Rashi understands Mahashain Srikalagufa. Um again it happens that carrying is a little more complicated in terms of Amir al-Nahri, just because a maisa that could theoretically done be done the heter, there might not be a con there might not be an issue of Amir al-Nahri. Theoretically I could have an Arif in town. Um but okay, Yehei Mashi Yehei. But basically, Tosis is distinguishing between positive and negative. This is going to be very important because we'll speak about Remiza. Remiza is a kula that I'm not really instructing the guy. I'm kind of like hinting at it. There's some movie about this, and the whole theme of the movie is that like you say stuff or you don't say stuff and people figure out what you mean. No one knows what I'm talking about. Pictionary is... Okay, that, that okay. Uh, Charades. Okay, well, I mean, like... Yeah, in other words, it's some sort of hint. Um, yeah, it's like charades. So, you know, hinting to Goyim, everyone is a... Yeah. <laughs> so, I... And the whole dance, and the guy is like, dude, you're nuts. Right? Uh, uh, again, or Slobodan says in Slovakian, but you understand what he means. But um, so think about hinting is that the kula of hinting is only applicable when I am not going to get physical, tangible benefit. So the right, in other words, if a guy does something on his own without me instructing, I'm not allowed to get Hanoa from the mice of the guy. But Tysus defines Hana'a as being physical benefit. Or Hana'a Chiyuvi. But Remiza is the same as if the guy, Remiza is no better than if the guy does it on his own. So if the guy on his own goes and lights a fire, I can't get benefit from it. So if I do my whole motion thing, right, point up and down, right, Hashem is here, Hashem is there, whatever I'm doing, right, so... That is not going to be mutter to get physical benefit. Remiza will only help to tell a guy to turn off the light, not to tell the guy to turn on the light. L'cha'ora. Uh, should I just Correct. A guy does stuff on his own. The guy sees nice Jewish family. He says, oh my gosh, these people are like, it's two o'clock in the morning. Why is the light on? So the guy breaks into your house and turns off the light. Such a nice, right? So um, in that situation, it's okay. Because it's not giving you, right? tangible benefit. So this distinction is going to be critical um, as we talk about the Isra of Hana'a, which will then take us to the Din of Ramiza, and then we will close the book on Amir al-Nakhri um, at that point. Okay, Chevra. Questions, comments, observations? Okay. Um, so, 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 so
Yeah, we'll talk about that. Um, right, we'll, we'll talk about again, like whenever, when whatever Sotzorich Rabim, we have other um things, and you also have to figure out is the building person doing it for you, right? If let's say a guy does something because there's twenty goyim around, it happens to be one Jew, right? So we'll talk about those dinim as well. Okay. Um,